Welcome again to another episode of Life is Wonderful.love podcast, where we talk about recovery, emotional intelligence, healing, where your EQ is your IQ. Don't you want to live your best life? <laughs> of course you do. Today, I have the pleasure of talking with Talitha Harrison. How are you doing? I'm doing well, Hugo. How about yourself? Oh, it's always wonderful to be talking to people who want to talk about emotional intelligence, about feelings, just about life, on how to how people can actually win in life. Why don't we start off? Tell the audience one thing you love. I love serving hurting people. I love working with hurting people. The most fulfilling job and rewarding job I ever had was serving hurting people as a victim advocate at the district attorney's office. And where was that? In South Carolina, right here in the big city of Sumter, South Carolina. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, you've got that interesting stories, uh, you know, working in Rikers Island, working in South Carolina. You you have a lot of stories. But I think what would help uh, the audience is First, tell us on question one, you work with men on their relationships. Tell us about your work and how it started. Prior to me becoming a victim advocate in South Carolina, I lived in New York. I retired as a captain at Rikers Island. While working at Rikers Island as an officer, I spent many hours eight to 16 hours a day with inmates. I worked in the male gender jail. So I would times sit all day and talk to the inmates or at times talk with my male officers, my colleagues. A lot of times while talking to them, relationship issues would come up. And when you spend time with people every day, You become to feel comfortable. And a lot of times men felt comfortable enough with me to talk about their personal relationships, their marriages, what should they do, what they shouldn't do. And that's basically how it started. I see. So then this leads us really into question two where you talk a lot about real men hurt too. What men want women to know. Now, this is a, that, that's a handful of a statement because <laughs> all women want to know, you know, what's going on in men's heads. <laughs> so what are men secretly saying to women or what do women need to know about how men hurt? That started, real men hurt too. What men really want women to know started as a topic, but it came from an organization that I just started last year. The organization Real Men Mend was originated to be a support group for both older men and younger men. 
The tagline is restoring families all around the world and generations to come. I myself, being a woman, have been in relationships with broken men. And I wanted so badly for these relationships to work. And what I found is that men are hurting as well. A lot of times men may not open up with what's going on inside of them, which is why the organization and how the organization came about is to get men to come together and to talk with one another about what their struggles are, what they're struggling with in relationships, and what is hurting them. And what I found out from men is that they have not, and this is not all men, it's not a blanket statement, but some men have not been healed from wounds as from a little child as they suffered as a little child or relationship wounds. And it's amazing some of the stories that I've heard. I've heard all types of stories. I don't know if you want me to go into give an example of one or two stories because sometimes they can be triggers for others. But what I found out is that men really want women to know without them expressing it that I'm hurting too. And they have to feel comfortable enough with that woman. They have to be in a place of peace and they have to know that if I ever get to the point that I will share my hurt with you, I don't need you to bring it up in my face. I don't need you that when we get in a disagreement or an argument that you, I'm going to have to hear what I shared with you to hurt me all over again. And a lot of times that's what men are looking for, just to express how I feel in a comfortable place and never hear it again and that it won't be used against them. Right. I believe it, it works for both genders. You know, yes. men and women both need to feel safe with the other person before they become vulnerable, before yes. they open up and, you know, talk about things that had happened to them because it might be abuse or bullying or certain, you know, maybe in some other crimes that were committed, you know, all those things that are difficult to talk about. Uh, and they need to feel safe. And you know, Hugo, it's good that you said that. That's that's another point that it goes for both male and female. Even in the book, and it's funny because I do work with men, but the book that I wrote called Dear Men is actually speaking from the heart of the woman. Things that women have been through prior to meeting the man in their life that maybe they spoke about before or, not, or they may not be comfortable to speak about. And it lets them know, look, I've been through some things. I've been through some trauma. And 
I don't need you to put me through any more trauma. I just need to feel safe. I need to feel secure. I'm, I'm going to support you. So it's good that you said that because it, it, it does. It goes for both men and women. Absolutely. I want to address one word you said, because I see this a lot, you know, whether it's on social media or people actually talk about it, if they've gone to therapy or in other support groups. A lot of people use that word broken, whether we're talking about addicts, whether we're talking about men and women who grew up in a certain environment. And I always say that that word is can really be destructive in terms of our own self-confidence, our own self-esteem. Because I remember when I was an addict, I would say those words about broken, that something is broken inside, or I'd hear it a lot. And I remember that it was almost a stumbling block for my growth, for, for me to truly love myself, because I always felt like, how can I love, how can I truly love myself if I'm not completely whole? And, you know, now your topic, what I, I love about your topic is, is you really address what's really going on is a feeling because it's nothing that it's not like I have a broken heart. You know, a lot of people say that word, you know, I, in, in relationships or, you know, it, I'm hurting. Hurt is a feeling. I feel hurt. I grew up in a very environment or in a lot of place times. I think people just grew up in area in environments that they just didn't know, you know, and they just need to be taught. So I want to ask you this question. The, the, this actually kind of like follow up question is, is do you see a difference when people use those words is, is I got to help this man or woman heal from their hurt? Or if they say, I need to help this man or woman heal from their brokenness. Wow. Heal from their hurt or heal from their brokenness. And I think that if we define the word broken, it, it pretty much means having been fractured or damaged, which can shatter them emotionally. And dealing with hurt can also be, like you said, it can affect the heart and the emotions as well. Sometimes I believe people use those words interchangeably, but I do believe that in brokenness, there is some hurt there. Right. I agree. Well, let's kind of move on then to question three. Tell us what community means to you. Community means to me people coming together for the same positive cause. For example, I'm an advocate for healthy relationships, families, children, and I'm also an advocate to stop gun violence amongst our young people. Again, 
which is what started the organization. I believe oftentimes that our young people that are killing one another, I believe is hurt underneath that. And I do believe that if hurt is not dealt with, it turns into anger. So even though I may be an advocate for healthy families, healthy relationships, and our children being healthy, I believe that if we come together as a community for one positive cause or many positive cause, whether we are for the same cause, and what I mean by that, for the same cause, I mean that there may not be any specific age group, okay? For example, if I'm thinking like, okay, let's heal our community. Well, the young people is part of our community. If you focus on the young people, I still believe that's the community coming together. I believe that's community like, let's stop the young people. Let's work together so we can stop our young people killing one another. Let's work together so we can start families to being healthy again. What do we need to do? You mentioned therapy. If therapy is out, I bring therapists in the community all for the same cause. And I believe that that's what community is about, coming together for the same cause. Hopefully positive, you know, just have a positive goal in mind. And coming together. Excellent. Well, that kind of addresses, you know, your three questions. Is there any last words or, you know, places that people can find you as you're trying to kind of push forward your agenda, your taglines, trying to help as many people as possible? and serve them? Absolutely. They can follow me on any social media platform. They can also follow me at www.talithaharrison.com. Talitha is spelled T-A-L-I-T-H-A. So that's www.talithaharrison.com dot com for my book dear men it can be purchased on amazon or you can find the book on www.deermenofficial.com and in support of the organization for our older men our younger men and families and generations to come you can find information of Real Men Men at www.realmenmend.org. And I would like people to stay on the lookout because we have a clothing line coming with this positive message, Real Men Mend. It's a clothing line for men, but we will also have for women as well. It's a positive message that I would love to see go across the world. 
You can follow me on Instagram at I am Talitha Harrison and on Facebook, Talitha Harrison. All right. And I'll also put that in the show notes, too, so people can see hear it as well as read it. Thanks. With that, that will conclude this episode. Thank you for being on the podcast today. Thank you for having me, Hugo. I really appreciate this opportunity of allowing me and for allowing me to speak to your audience. Thank you so much. Yeah, that will conclude this episode of Life is Wonderful.love podcast. <laughs>